You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back, and I am refreshed, and I had a great family vacation at the beach, much needed time away, and now we're going into a busy, busy season. So we're in sort of the thick of summer, and at the time that this podcast will be airing live, we will be just one day away from our annual conference. And for those of you that don't know my story, I started my online business with a company called Team Beachbody in 2011. I became a Beachbody coach. I became a distributor for that company. And it was really the first time I was introduced to entrepreneurship, to building my own business, to using online marketing as a tool to be able to connect with more people that were like-minded. And I really uncovered during my beginning stages of my Beachbody business some gifts and some talents that I was unaware of that led me down the path to building a top organization in the company. And I built um, a top organization four years in a row. We achieved the top coach status. I've I've been awarded the recipient award um, for the company, the CEO award, not recipient award, the CEO award for the company. And I've had the honor of growing a superstar diamond three organization, which means I had tons and have tons of leaders and depth in my downline. So I come to you really just saying like, I've been in your shoes, whether it comes to launching your business, to scaling and growing to the messy middle of everything in between, to leading a large organization, to the scalability of a large organization, to managing people coming and going. And it's just been a roller coaster of ups and downs and a lot of setbacks, but also a lot of really, really awesome accomplishments along the way. And so here we are today. And I like to always date stamp things because, you know, marketing and media, and the way we do business is ever evolving depending on the generation and what's kind of going on in society. So, you know, second week of July, this podcast episode airs on July the 12th. You know, we are in the thick of media really transforming. And we are, you know, even when I do presentations for companies and in our social media 101 course, we talk a lot about media and how it's changed and how it shifted. And in 2011, you know, media was really online, not online. It was very much so newspaper print ads. I mean, I found my first job from the help wanted ads in a newspaper, right? You know, we watched infomercials and that's where we bought our workout programs. We weren't yet introduced to like TiVo and recording shows or on-demand TV shows. And so everything was very real time. And so we could advertise on the radio. We could advertise on commercials. We could, you know, go around neighborhoods and do flyers or billboards or, you know, radio advertisements. And so now here we are in 2022. And even before that, there became this shift. And even in 2012, as I was starting to move into the business space, 
I really saw the power of online marketing. I really saw the power of Facebook specifically. And when you shared consistently, you could build a brand. You could build a brand based on, you know, being authentic, being consistent, being disciplined, asking people to make a decision. You could connect with people regardless of their physical location, and you could create success. And that was how I started my business. It was through blogging. It was through my Facebook posts. And then eventually it did become through my Instagram as well. And I love it. It was such a powerful tool, but it continues to change. And as more people come into that online marketing space, it gets louder, it gets noisier. And I've watched even Beachbody go from infomercials as a huge driver of new business to running ads, Facebook ads, you know, being in the same space that a lot of the coach network is. And anytime it gets noisier, right, people start to tune things out. And then you really have to figure out a way to stand out, to be different, right? To niche down, to really be known for one thing. And so I've watched this evolution of just media. And now we're in the throes of another social media sort of turn. And right now we have sort of this uptick of Instagram and reels, especially on the Instagram platform. It really is about your reels content and it's not about being perfect anymore, but it's about being raw and real because we even had that time in Instagram where everything was like Insta worthy and it was very picturesque and very, you know, curated and very perfect. And so there's kind of this now pendulum swing back to the other way where it's very real, raw, honest, you know, like unfiltered. And so there's just, it's a constant change. And, And I want you guys that are listening right now, I told you all of this because I wanted to set the stage for all the changes that are happening because I want you to get it out of your head that you are ever going to figure it out. Like that's really important that you realize like, truly, you're never going to figure it out. Just when you feel like you're in a rhythm and a flow, there will be some sort of new way that you will be seen on the platform. It just is what it is. So the sooner we embrace that, the sooner we can work on the strategy towards it. Now, a few weeks ago, I talked about being the old dog that learns new tricks. I, Melanie Mitro, professed on my podcast, I needed to be an old dog that needed to learn new tricks. By old dog, I mean somebody that's been in the business for 11 years. What was working for me previously, even three or four years ago, isn't having the same effects today. And so that podcast went like gangbusters. Everybody was like, yes, I need to be the old dog that learns new tricks. I need, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And everybody was really excited about the change. But then once we got into what I'm going to ask you to do, what I'm asking you to change, what I'm asking you to lean into, there's a lot of fear, uncertainty. I've never had to do it that way before. That's I'm nervous. Like people are kind of doubting because they've never had to do what I'm about to share but they also know that what they're currently doing is not working. And some people have, again, they may have done the things I'm about to share at the beginning of their business, but they haven't done them in a long time. And so if this is you, if you're sitting here right now going, social media has definitely changed. I realize I'm an older dog and you could even be four or five years in the business. Maybe you had a quick rise to success and now you're feeling like this little momentum dip. 
And so now you're sitting here going, I have got to figure this out. I see my business declining. I, my energy and my motivation is sort of waning. Like I have got to find my sweet spot and my new cadence. And so if that's you, I need you to lean in. All right. That's what we're going to talk about today. If you have realized you're the old dog that needs to learn the new tricks, what was working on media isn't working now. What do we need to do about it? Well, first of all, we need to lean in. We need to lean in. So we have to become aware that what we're doing isn't working. We also need to say, what platform do I want to build my business on? Do I want to build my business on Facebook? Or do I want to build my platform on Instagram? Also, a sub question to ask yourself about that is where do I naturally like to engage with people? Are you more of a Facebook person? And that's where you like to scroll the newsfeed. That's where you keep up with your friends. That's where your people kind of keep up with you. Like, do you feel like Facebook is more your platform? If the answer is yes, then that's where you should build your business. If you say to yourself, I like Instagram, I like stories, I go there for my own personal use. Like if you had to put Facebook or Instagram in front of me, I would pick Instagram because I like it more. Then that's where you want to build your business. You never want to go in the opposite direction of what you like. So choose the platform you want to use because you naturally are like pulled towards it. And that's where your people hang out. Second thing is you've got to learn how to master that platform. Make it your number one goal to do research and to understand how the platform actually works. So if it's Instagram, you want to say to yourself, and this is exactly what I did a few weeks ago, was I sat down and I said to myself, okay, let's look at Instagram. Let's look at what's working. Let's look at what's not working. Let's look at what other experts are saying. And let's start creating an up-leveled strategy. How do I take what I currently have and elevate it? So I went through and I updated highlights, right? I went through. And I updated things that I knew would elevate my brand. I also started creating social media content that would bring more people to my page. So my feed was much more about getting more eyeballs on what I was doing. I was listening to what my audience wanted more of. So number one pain points, I just, I listened to everything. So I was, um, I got a private message from somebody that said, I'm going to give my business until the end of the year. And then I'm going to determine whether or not I'm going to continue on. Like I've hit rock bottom and I need, and so that was, that was my sentence starter. And I thought to myself, when that woman sent me that message, I was like, you can't just give yourself six months to determine whether or not you're going to be successful, right? When you go all in, like doing a business takes time and energy and years of discipline. And so I turned her comment to me into a post because I had a feeling that other people that follow me because my audience is a lot of business owners probably were feeling the same way. And guess what? That posted incredibly well, took note of that. And then I said, all right, I'm going to create something similar to that the next day. So then I showed up and I was like, all right, now I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about overthinking and analysis paralysis. And so the next one I did was me overthinking business again, didn't do as well as the one the day before, but it really, really worked out well. And so what you want to start to do is you want to start to say, what do I want to be known for? I want to be known as a business mentor. 
I want to be known as the woman that can help you build a successful direct sales business. So my content on social media, most of it is going to be around the mindset and the actions that are required to build a top network marketing business. I am going to work in my personal life. And you can see that there where I'm talking about my workouts. I am talking about my outfits that I'm wearing to events. You see a little bit of just being a healthy CEO and family vacations, right? So you do see a little bit of that personal life, but I will tell you, you see much, much more of how to grow a thriving direct sales business. So that's number one. I know I need to bring people in. Then when people come in, they go, I want them to click on my bio because I want them to follow me. That's really important. So your bio needs to be optimized so people actually want to follow you. When they come to your page, they should see, like mine says, network marketing, leadership, and mentorship. Then somebody's going to come to my page and say, all right, perfect. I want to follow her. I'm in network marketing, and I want to know more about mentorship and leadership. You have in my bio the two accounts that I run, and then it says, I help leaders in direct sales build top producing organizations. Very clearly. If you come to my page, right, you are going to see exactly what I do, ways to work together. When you click on that, it is going to take you to my link in my bio. For starters, do you have those things put in place? You can create the best content in the world, but if people come to your bio and they say, well, I don't know what she does. She's just a mom of two boys that builds an at-home business. Maybe that that's not strong enough for them to say she can help me too. So you definitely, definitely want to make sure that you have things included in your bio that really highlight what you do. All right. Okay. So next, next thing is now we need to have stories. So when I say we need to have stories, we need to have Instagram stories that really are selling the programs and the products that we have to offer. So when somebody comes to my stories, now there should be link stickers, polls, engagement questions. And this is really where people get to see the behind the scenes. They get to know me. They get to know my daily life. They get to see my habits. They get to see a little bit more of who I am. That should be showing up in your stories every single day. That is turning the lights on in your business and saying, I am open. All right. I am open. Here I am. Come see me. This, the part that is really challenging people is that in the past, we were able to grow basically our entire direct sales businesses based off of attraction marketing. Do you guys remember when attraction marketing was the big buzzword that everybody was using? Right. And I, that was really how we grew our businesses, right? We created really good social media content. We dropped a link to a form and everybody started coming to us. Now it's a little more difficult. Why? Because when a strategy is used for so long, people start to become um, immune to it. They become numb to it. And so they scroll past it or the Instagram and Facebook algorithm sometimes filters it out because they've gotten smarter and they've figured out how to kind of keep people out from always just focusing on the sale. So now what you need to do is you're going to have to be a little bit more creative with it. So it is still okay to sell in your stories for sure. It is okay. And it is still okay to make posts on your newsfeed, Facebook and Instagram that are a call to action right? That are directing people to your bio, to read more, to get a checklist or to sign up for a free class. But 
the part that I want to challenge you on is what I'm actually talking about at our conference. I'm speaking at our conference and it's all about sales at the end of the day. If we are not open to building relationships with people online, we are going to struggle in 2022 building a business. It is almost as if we're reverting back to, we're like going away from attraction marketing. It's still there, but a new part of what we're doing is we need to pay attention. We need to pay attention, especially if we have a smaller account and we don't have a lot of followers and we don't have a ton of people that are inquiring about your products and programs. We have to be actually reaching out. So I challenge you, if you want to have five people that purchase a product, that host a party for you, that become a partner or a distributor on your team, go into a bod group that you're running, If you want five people to sign up, you have to play that 10% role. doesn't mean that you just spam 50 people, but you need to have 50 invitations for people to actually join you because 10% of the people you invite and have real conversations with are actually going to say yes. Now, really important, right? Very important. So now this scares people because if you came in at a time when everything was all about attraction marketing, you didn't really have to do this. And so this might feel really unnatural to you. I can tell you on the flip side, when I started my business, I had to do this. I didn't have a big following or people that were just beating down the door to sign up with me. So I had to really invite And so I want to encourage you to be a student again. I want to encourage you to start thinking about, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to invite people. First of all, I'm going to make a list of people I want to actually invite. Who are my current customers that I think would make really great team members? Who are the people that are consistently watching my stories that have never purchased from me before or people that like my posts, but I've never reached out to them. So we're going to make a list of all of those people. And then as we're making that list, we're going to send them a message and we are straight up going to connect with them and we are going to invite them because that's what drives the business forward. And then once they say, yes, I want more information, we are going to go through the process of really asking them some questions to figure out what are their needs? What are their desires? How much time do they have to invest? How big of a party do they want to host, right? How much weight do they need to lose? And so we're figuring out, right? We're really interviewing the person so that we can make a recommendation that best fits their needs. And again, that is a process that we go through of building relationships. We also have to ask for the sale. We have to be confident all the way to the end to ask for the sale. And that means that we feel comfortable saying, based on our conversation, this is what I'm recommending. Here's how we're going to, this is how it's going to be laid out. Here is the link to your purchase, right? As soon as you like, do you have any questions, right? Do you have any questions? Does this look good? Is there anything you want to change? Anything we want to go over? Then they place their order. And what's the onboarding process of getting somebody started or hosting or, you know, somebody that's signing up as a partner or distributor, you know, what is that actually going to look like? So I want you to begin to say, am I weak? in my conversation and relationship building area of my business? Have I been relying on social media so much that I have no control 
over the outcome. If a social media post doesn't do well and people don't ask me questions, then I don't have anybody to invite, right? Or are you taking matters and power back into your hands and saying, all right, I can create social media content that can then generate conversations. I can then take it from there. And I know that if I talk to 50 people, there's a good chance out of those 50 conversations that I have, five of those people are going to sign up. And if I want to increase the number of sales that I have, I'm going to have more conversations. Now, at first you might go 50, 50 conversations. How will I find the time? It's, it's not about finding time. It really is like making time. And it's not really that bad if you actually spread it over a week and a half, right? If you do it consistently over a week and a half, you can get all of your sales in, in a two week time period and really know where you fall and what else you need to do for the rest of the month in order to keep things moving forward. So I want to encourage you to not look at, wow, that's a lot of work, but to say, I, this is work I can control. I can actually control the outcome. And the more conversations that you have, the more confident you are going to be, which means your confidence is going to go up. You're going to invite more people. And then your closing rate is going to go up because you're going to get really good at what to say. The more you practice, the more automatic it becomes and the more you naturally handle objections. And I truly believe that right now in 2022, we have got to get back to our roots. Like we have to get back to relationship building. We have to get back to asking people questions. People want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want the individual conversation. They want to know that you care about them and you're not just selling them a random total solution pack or a, you know, very standard package. So my challenge to all of you, as you're listening to this podcast episode today is to say to yourself, number one, am I consistent with my media? Because that's my marketing lever, but how's my relationship building? How is the invite process? Where am I weak? Where am I avoiding? Where am I defaulting to something else? Because it's, feels better when I know in reality, I should be spending time on the actual connections and conversations. This, my friends, this is what I'm talking about at summit. And if you are in the leadership breakout, you can hang out with me. I'm going to be teaching you how to teach this to your downline. And, and I'm excited about it. And I really do feel as leaders, we need to lean in to that conversation flow. We need to lean into that for us first us first. Start with you. If you want your organization to get different results, you might need to look inward first and say, what am I focusing on? Because whatever I'm focusing on is what I'm naturally going to teach. And that's what we're naturally going to produce. All right. So a little bit of a gut check for us today. Again, being an old dog, that learns new tricks is really exciting at first. Yes, yes, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to be the, the I'm going to be the, I'm going to reinvent myself. And everybody's excited about that until we realize the work that it takes. And then it might be something we haven't done in a while. And then we're like, oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta do this. And guess what? We're going to do it because number one, it's going to impact your bottom line. It is going to impact the people in your organization, their confidence and their bottom line. And then everybody wins. All right. So it is all about getting back to your roots, having real conversations, listening to people, being a really good listener, asking the right questions, confidently asking for the sale, 
following up with people and delivering a quality of service that people can't say no to. All right, you guys, we can spend an entire weekend, right? And a retreat going over all of these areas, but this is what I wanted to at least plant the seed. So if you love today's episode and it made an impact in your business today, I want you to drop me a message. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Tell me what you loved most about today's episode. Take a screenshot of this. Share it in your stories. Let other people know about the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And we will see you back here next week for another episode. Take care and I'll see you guys soon.